Hello and welcome to the Four Pillars podcast. Join us for a quick 10-minute talk show where in each episode we speak to an individual about their experiences improving in one of the pillars to a healthy life, namely the heart, mind, body, and spirit. Today we're talking to Brianna Carson. How's it going? I'm good. How are you? Doing good. So Brianna, introduce yourself. What is your passion, your education? Uh, why are you on today? <laughs> Let's see. Uh, passion, education are definitely kind of interwoven for me. Um, I studied at the University of Utah my freshman year of college and became a yoga instructor. I definitely have continued since then on, on the path of just, you know, natural course changing majors. And um, I started with psychology and kind of getting into more healthcare administration at this point. So um, as far as yoga, I did come back and do a, a 650-hour Ayurvedic health counselor certification course through Kripalu. So that's kind of the latest thing. And um, as we're kind of prefacing, um, I did do some cannabis certifications at one point. So that's something I'm always open to talk about. But Primarily, I would say, um, you know, the medical science intrigues me. So was there a, a motivating factor for you to go into these kind of these focuses? Um, did you have health problems or was it something that your friends were doing? What motivated you to go into these things? Definitely um, a combination of both. I would say, you know, family history, um, whether it's just simple things like you know the blood and um, the gi type of uh, you know developed complications or uh, genetic predispositions they do fascinate me so i know that through diet and lifestyle they can be addressed and you can totally prevent things but i was also interested in the etiology and pathology um you know in the body and the mind and of course the heart is that fun <laughs> kind of a wild card yeah well that's awesome um that's really the motivating factor behind this too is i i my uh reasoning in going into psychology in my undergrad was to become a psychiatrist and my whole goal was to get people off of medication because i think there's a huge pharma issue in psychology that we need to focus more on alternative health. Um, and I even, I thought about doing some chiropractic and maybe some other alternative medicine certification. Um, can you describe your yoga, your yoga certification and what that experience was like? Totally. Um, initially I actually had no idea what I was getting into. Um, yeah, I started yoga, you know, the practice when I was, probably like young, like 15, um, having just turned 15 is what I mean. So it was kind of a social, like it was fascinating to me because here we are on our separate mats and we're all having, you know, a similar experience yet so different. There was something really interesting about that to me. I definitely have seen chiropractors through the years and 
I think that each, uh, you know, each person has something, whether they're a Reiki master or something like that, you know, they, they bring an element that is what they're really good at and what they love to do. Uh, chiropractic is very similar and I know they they do reference traditional Chinese medicine as well so um, I try to kind of hold hands with those concepts and definitely refer people out when you know as needed. So what is your your day-to-day in in your uh, yoga certification like what is your week look like? Um, Are you still pretty active in the yoga community right now? I am. I guess my graduation was a couple of months ago now. And since then, I've just been kind of launching right into things, you know, utilizing my education, because I am still doing traditional like American schooling uh, to try and incorporate even if it's just for my professors to see and have them check my work uh you know just to share it with them and uh, maybe eventually publish some of it or hopefully um, every day it's it's mostly homework but i do also practice um like i lead myself through and you know, utilize the resources uh, that Kripalu offers. I'm a member of their community and of the NAMA association. Awesome. So you said you you had a kind of a daily routine. Um, How do you strengthen your body every day? And how do you focus on that? Yes. So, I mean, primarily, I do focus on the body as a means to influence the mind and also, you know, the mind to influence the body. So when I'm on the mat or going for a walk or something, I tend to try and just uh, keep things as traditional as possible with uh, the variations that I've, I feel are suited best to um, meet the needs of my body that day. So it does usually come back to that kind of uh, unique, who am I type of uh, question. And, and when you get that answer from the body, then giving it what it needs um, as it's changing. I know you are aware of this, but it's constantly changing, so. Yeah. Thank you. Um, you said you, you learned a lot and you, you are really passionate about your yoga training as well as um, your other uh, passions and education. Um, but what lessons have you learned about yourself as you've been focusing on your body specifically in the last couple of years? Let's see. I think the biggest thing would be restorative. Um, I never thought to... I guess I misinterpreted. I thought, hey, like the splits, you know, this is a yoga pose, who knew? Um, Going from being like a a runner or a soccer player and settling into kind of a a mindfulness practice was something that I hadn't realized, 
you know, the depth. It's not about necessarily relaxing into a pose. It's not about stretching. It's not even about, you know, mindfulness per se. It's mostly the unfolding of the discovery process and learning. So it's just, um, yeah, I hope that answers it. I don't know. No, I think it does. I, I think people don't focus enough on, on restoring the body. Um, there's a new like a technology that a lot of people are talking about. It's called the Whoop Band. I don't know if you've heard about it. Um, but it but basically... Yes, scratchy. <laughs> um, I don't know if that's it. It's like a tracker. Um, and it like tracks how you've like recovered from a, a workout um, or like you're recovering in your day. Um, mm. It's cool. Uh, it, it just basically helps people to understand that sometimes, you know, maybe working out every day in the gym or yoga um, isn't the best, especially if you hit a, a point where you really need to recover. So maybe taking a day off or getting right. sleep can help you. It's kind of cool. Yeah, like a Fitbit or like a Apple type watch. You're saying it monitors. Yeah, it's like it's on your wrist. Um, it's kind of... The only person I've heard talk about it is Joe Rogan, but um, it's just this little wristwatch thing. <laughs> okay. Yes, that's, I mean, that's exactly kind of what drew me in, actually. At one point, I wanted to get one of those. I was kind of like, I mean, that's how I know what the word Fitbit even means. <laughs> I was like, should I be doing this? Like, seems pretty effective. And... I guess the biggest thing that you know drew me into yoga was that awareness of the pulse and um, just laying down on a mat, you know, like where you're not doing anything. And when you start to feel the movement of the breath, how it massages the organs, and how you can, you know, feel the prana or uh, even the blood moving through the body. It, that was kind of where I was like, okay, there's something really deep here. <laughs> That's important. That's awesome. Um, that, that moves into our next question pretty well. Um, but what advice do you have for people who are seeking a more balanced life? Like, what do you think people can do? What advice do you have for them at this time? Okay. I think the biggest thing that I could offer um, I'm not a, a doctor or, um, you know, I just have my own practice. So when I'm referring clients, uh, the biggest thing, well, there are three pillars. Um, some people say there are four, but Ayurveda actually says there are three and the main kind of components that help to sustain the body's um, you know, homeostasis is what I've heard. So the first would be food, and that is in Sanskrit called ahara, and it is, you know, medicine for the body. Definitely important, as you're aware, um, you know, freshly prepared, local, uh, organic, ideally. Um, and even the quantity, like not overeating, you know, not 
uh, causing uh, malnourishment or um, basically a holistic approach for nourishment. Um, food can also be for the mind. So also, you know, because the mouth is a sense organ, you know, feeding, how can we feed the ears and the eyes with things that are nourishing? <laughs> so, um, yeah. And then sleep. So sleep is called nidra in Sanskrit and yoga nidra <laughs> is a common uh, term that refers to the meditative, meditative kind of preparation for sleep. You're not quite asleep, but uh, it's just as healing, you know, you're in that between state and Again, it's not necessarily just um, quality. It would also be quantity and balancing. Um, usually people will go to bed kind of late. So I'll tell them like 10 p.m., you know, have the lights out by 9.30. And um, that just helps with circadian rhythm. So uh, it's called Agnihotra which is when the sun rises and the sun sets, kind of getting in that balance with the, the cleanliness of the brain and the lymph and everything like that. So then the last is actually, um, well, it's called brahmacharya and, or brahmacharya, and that refers to Actually, the literal translation is uh, sexual, like, you know, management of sexual energy. But really, it's uh, management of energy. So this is emotional wellness. This is, um, you know, things that are, it's, it's kind of like you want to... I mean, maybe literally, <laughs> like controlling, like, do you, are you not balanced in some way uh, that can be achieved through like self-control or, you know, there are a lot of ways, <laughs> but anyways, and, you know, exercise does fall into that lifestyle. So if you want to say diet and lifestyle, that's actually an easy way to um, yeah, sum it up. That's awesome. All of those things are, are so important and I'm glad you have that knowledge. Um, especially when you're talking about the last one, um, like I talk about in the heart pillar, in my four pillars, you have three pillars, but um, in mine, it, talking about loving yourself and if you're not um, expressing and exercising your heart, loving others, um, it's a really important thing uh, for people to understand. And I think it does affect your body. You know, if you don't love yourself, your body is not going to be as healthy as it can be. Or if you don't love your body, you know, you're going to have an unhealthy relationship with it. Yes. Yeah. So I really appreciate you sharing that information. Is there anything else that you'd like to say right now um, with the things that you've prepared? Yeah. I mean, the, the biggest thing, you know, there are all kinds of, um, so there, yes, there are 
you know, we can categorize things. Humans totally <laughs> love doing that. We're, you know, brain on wheels or whatever. And I like to think of these these pillars as well, which, um, you know, they are, they're very similar and they're unfortunately not in English. Um, it's uh, Dharma, Artha, Kama, Moksha. So it's kind of the, um, you know, the deeper aspect of our, who we are maybe in, in our own unique uh, sense. So Dharma would be our life duty or what we're righteously called to do. Artha would be monetary success, which we do need for daily life. And um, Kama would be the fulfillment of biological needs and uh, psychological, you know, positive desires. Um, that's karma, not karma. <laughs> so, but dharma is similar to karma. So, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. And then moksha is what we we all hope to create the best of for ourselves. So that would be in English, basically enlightenment, and you know, to achieve them, we need to learn the fundamental principles of life basically you know just simplify it's not like we're learning anything new it's very yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah i thought so too yeah i it's cool i mean no matter where you look like in this we break it into four um you listed a couple different um focuses that breaks it into three or four um, but if you break things down, um, like that's why I like to talk about these things. If you break things down, you can focus on one thing at a time and then it gives you ideas for like the next day. Like, oh, I mastered the body a little bit more. Um, what can I focus on now to keep myself interested in improvement? And you can do a lot of cool things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate you being on today. Um, where can people find you? Let's see, so currently I, I do run a Facebook group. I have, um, you know, LinkedIn, Instagram. I would say probably the easiest uh, place to find um, my business is, you know, new, but it's named after kind of the intention that I have set forth, which is um, illuminate our paths. So, you know, to do that. <laughs> and so that's what I named it. And it's just in the works still, but it's something that I have, you know, obviously enough love for and am working on. Um, I post daily on, on LinkedIn and Facebook. And so um, if you just type in illuminate our paths, that would take you to it. And yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you for being on today. Um, those who are listening, uh, make sure to rate the podcast and share with others the lessons you're learning about balance. Um, but yeah, go ahead and check out Brianna at Illuminate Our Paths and learn more about how you can improve yourself. Thanks a ton, Brianna. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Appreciate it.